Welcome to The Code, your guide to health and human performance. I'm your host, Dr. Andrew Fix from Physio Room, a performance-based rehab facility here in Denver. On this podcast, we're going to explore the key areas of your life that impact your overall health and wellness, from sleep hygiene and stress management to nutrition, movement, relationships, and more. We bring you conversations with industry experts and top performers to share strategies they have for cracking the code on health and human performance. Now let's get to today's show. What's going on, guys? Dr. Andrew Fix back from Physio Room for another episode here on The Code. Like I always tell you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to this, however you're consuming this podcast. You know, I tend to be someone who listens to a lot of podcasts while I'm driving. Um, but however you guys are doing it, I really appreciate your time being here and um, tuning into this episode on The Code. Hopefully you find some value in this. What we're going to talk about today is protein, right? We're going to talk about prioritizing your protein. And I have a couple notes written down, but I want to preface this with, you know, I'm not like reading from studies or anything like, like this on this episode. One thing that um, made me want to record an episode on this is this is a question or this topic I get questions on. My wife gets questions on with her clients all the time. How much protein should I be eating? Or what we run into is we end up, um, you know, working with individuals or we have members of our family who, quite frankly, are just not getting enough protein in their diet. And we end up talking to them about this. And then the questions come up of, well, how do I know how much protein is in things? How do I get more protein in my diet? Um, you know, I thought it was bad to eat certain things. So I just want to hop on here and sort of talk about this for a minute because, what we find is that many people that we work with, many people that have challenges consistency consistently with their, um, you know, with their body pain, recovery issues, weight challenges, um, not being a weight that they're healthy happy with either if that's like low or if that's too high and they're trying to lose weight. One of the very consistent themes that we find is the priority needs to be put on the protein and the quality of the protein in that person's diet, along with many other things, right? Along with sleep, along with ways to manage your stress, along with exercise, all of those things are important. But from a nutrition aspect, we end up talking a lot about protein and hydration. Um, and, you know, I even get asked sometimes by people, well, should I count my calories or should I count my protein? And I think both can be very effective and I'm not going to say one's, one's better than the other, but what works for me is I just pay attention to my protein because I'm not personally a big fan of tracking every single macronutrient that I eat. Um, sometimes tracking like the exact calories that I'm eating and tracking everything down to a T, although it can be extremely eye-opening and valuable. And if you do that, um, even for a small period of time, I would argue that you're probably going to be in the higher percentage of people that understand serving sizes and understand when you look at a plate or you look at some food, approximately what that is, whereas probably most people have no clue, right? Unless you've done that for a while, unless you've tracked your food for a while, then you start to like kind of put these these pictures together of, oh, that looks like approximately three or four ounces of chicken. And I know basically how much protein is in that right? I know basically what that is. So, uh, but what works for me is if I just pay attention to my protein, it takes the guesswork out of so much other stuff. It 
it handles so much other stuff because protein is really cool in that however you're consuming it, whether this is an animal-based product, chicken, beef, pork, you name it, eggs, or if this is a plant-based product, protein tends to have a satiety um, piece that goes with it. It takes a little bit longer to digest. It makes you feel full longer. And um, that's going to likely, for most people, lead to overeating less. If you eat your protein and you prioritize that first, it sometimes helps the fat and the carbohydrate intake just kind of fall in line approximately where it should be for a lot of people without getting really, really, really strict on, on tracking and micromanaging those things. Now, like I said, there are definitely times and places to do that and to track what you're eating and be very accurate with that. I know this is very common in like the um, fitness show bodybuilding um, uh, community because, you know, they're trying to really dial in their body to look a particular way and being really dialed in with your nutrition is a great way to go about accomplishing that. Um, so. Let's use an example here. Like how much protein does one need? How much protein does somebody need? And I usually hear or have seen one of three things, right? One of three recommendations, one of which being, um, which is going to seem possibly a little bit high um, if, if you're not already doing this. So, you know, hopefully this doesn't scare you, but approximately one gram of protein per pound of body mass um, is a common recommendation for people. So what that would mean is if if somebody weighs 150 pounds, they should aim for approximately 150 grams of protein uh, in a given day. Now, that might seem like a lot. So two of the other things that I have heard recommended quite often is um, rather than just total body mass, like your weight that you see on the scale, taking your lean body mass. So if somebody is 150 pounds and they're relatively lean, you know, there's still some of that mass in their body that is bone, water, and um, um, and fat. So if you take the fat portion out, whatever that leaves left, the lean body mass, the muscle, the bone, the water, everything like that, whatever that number is, you can find that out by doing a body fat analysis on something like an in-body scanner, for example, or there's a DEXA or many other ways that you can go about finding out that data. Taking that number, say it's 130, uh, 130 pounds for a relatively lean person, they may shoot for 130. So one gram of protein per pound of lean body mass is another, um, you know, option that I hear quite often. And then for people that are trying to lose weight, um, and you know, say they weigh 200 pounds, but they want to weigh 150. I've seen the recommendation of one gram per pound of ideal body mass. Like what do you want to weigh? Eat that much protein. And um, as you work on your weight loss goals. So I think all of those can be um, appropriate for people at any given point in time. It just probably depends on exactly what your goals are and um, you know what, what the professionals that you're, you're chatting with are recommending to you based on your unique situation. But one thing that's likely true is it's probably more protein than what most people are eating now, right? This is something I've had to work on a lot. I didn't used to eat as much protein as, as I do now. And honestly, I feel so good eating a higher amount of protein. One thing that we tell people is muscle tissue is expensive, right? It requires a lot of fuel and a lot of nutrients to maintain the amount of muscle mass that you have. 
And when you have more muscle mass, your body's natural metabolism, your metabolic rate is going to be a little bit higher. You may remember me talking about that on uh, an episode in the past, I think called the code to nutrition. And um, we sort of talked about, about this topic a little bit, but we didn't go into too much detail. What's going on code listeners, Dr. Andrew Fix here. And I want to tell you about our friends at Element. Element makes a tasty electrolyte drink with everything that you need and nothing that you don't. That means the science-backed electrolyte ratio of sodium, potassium, and magnesium, and none of the junk. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. And that's why I use it. I've been taking Element for two years now, and I absolutely love the stuff, and I wouldn't want to exercise without it. For all of you code listeners and friends of Physio Room, Element's offered a special to you guys, and I want you to take advantage of it. Go ahead and visit drinkelement.com slash physioroom. That's drinklmnt.com slash physioroom to receive that special offer. You're going to get a free variety pack with any purchase that you place. And uh, I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. Thanks so much. So, you know, a lot of people need to increase their protein, whether or not their goals are performance, aesthetics, um, looking and feel like feeling better even. Um, because the protein in your diet is going to provide your body with the necessary nutrients in order to repair, recover, heal from injuries, repair from the exercise and the workouts that you're doing, um, and just give your body what it needs so that it can put that to good use in your tissues. You know, proteins are made up of amino acids and having a nice balanced protein intake through different sources can help us achieve a full complex amino acid profile so that we're able to absorb and utilize those nutrients. Now we do get asked a lot at physio room or, or, um, you know, from, from friends, from family about like what, what's better, a plant-based source or an animal-based source. And we're not going to dive like too deep into that topic. And we're also not going to like, you know, pick, pick sides or anything and, and cause a rift with, uh, you know, people who follow different nutrition strategies and lifestyles, because there's many reasons for those things. However, I would argue that from a bioavailability standpoint, meaning what your body's actually going to be able to use and, um, and take from the food that you're putting in your mouth and actually use it so that it can um, go to the tissues in your body, you're going to see a higher bioavailability and higher usage rate of the protein that comes from animal sources right? Whether that's a, a whey protein, for example, versus a pea protein, or whether that's, you know, an egg versus edamame or, you know, things that have protein. If it's an animal source, it's likely going to come with a higher amount of protein per calorie that's in the food, meaning that you will be able to get more protein with less calories and your body's going to be able to utilize that a little bit better. So, I realize there are some people that, you know, maybe their body responds a little different to different types of proteins. So, but just take that for what it is. Um, bioavailability is going to be a little higher in those animal-based sources. So that tends to be what I utilize for myself. Um, I'm a big fan of making, you know, ground beef with my lunch, for example. Um, and then one other topic here on the protein that I would, would like to touch on is, you know, like serving sizes. So, Say we're talking about meat, chicken, beef, whatever. Um, a typical serving is approximately three ounces. And if you're watching this on video, you know, that's approximately the size of the palm of your hand for, for most people, or about the size of a deck of cards, right? Um, 
that's about three ounces. If you have a piece of meat, that's, that's that size. If that meat's relatively lean, that's probably going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 grams of protein. Now that may or may not be exact. It all depends on how lean that piece of piece of meat is and um, what type of meat it is and whatnot, but it's probably going to be pretty close to that 25 grams. Say we take that same 150 pound person and they are shooting for approximately 150 grams of protein in a day. One thing that I have heard um, recently, and uh, I remember hearing this on the Drive podcast by Peter Atia, um, one of my favorite shows to listen to if you want some really in-depth um, information at a very, very high level, I would recommend you tune into that. They have some awesome guests on there. And Dr. Atia is uh, extremely knowledgeable and talks on the topic of longevity all the times. Um, but one of the things that um, I remember hearing on that show was this idea of if you're eating protein, one of the main goals is for your body to stimulate what's called muscle protein synthesis. And that's basically the concept of, or the you know process that takes place when your body is going to utilize that what you ate and actually like try to use it to build and repair muscle, right? Muscle protein synthesis, creating muscle tissue from the protein that you're eating. In order for that to like really trigger in your body and have that cascade of events take place, one thing that I remember hearing was we have to consume at least 30 grams of protein in a sitting for that to like really trigger really well so that you can like get the best bang for your buck in that situation. And what they recommended on that episode was eating bigger amounts of protein in fewer sittings throughout the day is better than just this concept of like grazing all day. Because if you get a bunch of small amounts of protein in, it doesn't quite trigger that process to take place. So for example, that 150 pound person, if we want to get at least 30 grams of protein, they could eat 30 grams of protein five times per day and it hit that 150 number. That would in theory be better for them from a muscle protein synthesis standpoint than eating 10 grams of protein 15 times throughout the day and just, you know, snacking all day. Another option might be maybe they're not eating five times a day. Maybe they want to eat in fewer options. Maybe they're eating like 40 to 50 grams, 45 to 50 grams, three times a day um, in, in bigger chunks, but they're still hitting that like close to 150 number. They're still getting those bigger portions to trigger that process in their body. And this is often what we recommend to, um, to clients, to family members and whatnot. And this topic came up here over the holidays because we uh, we were eating with you know with some some of our family and we noticed on you know different people's plates some were higher like more more full with bread and pasta and potatoes and carbohydrates some were more full with protein some were more full with vegetables and we just kind of got on this topic and ended up finding out that some of our family members don't eat very much protein and um, we were talking about ways to try and help them eat more. So that as they age, they're not losing as much muscle because we know this happens as we age. They're able to maintain the muscle mass that they have, recover from things, from injury, from exercise and, and whatnot. So be on the lookout for more episodes on this topic because it's something that I've realized we're getting a lot of questions on and we're probably going to continue to talk about. We'll probably get um, some wonderful interviews here lined up for you guys to talk about the importance of protein, its impact on the body, its impact on longevity, and why 
that's important and why anyone should care whether you know whether you're a runner or whether you're a weightlifter or a bodybuilder or just a normal person that's you know wanting to play with their grandkids why is protein important for you so um cuz we know that it is in all of these situations so stay on the lookout for that again like i said at the beginning i really really appreciate you hopping on here and being part of this uh of this show and of this community if um you've heard some things on this podcast that you would like to comment on i would love for you to go leave a review um, add some comments, add some questions. We would love to see those things. And hopefully we can get a uh, one of these shorter episodes out or an interview on a topic that you really, really are passionate about so that, um, that we can talk on that. And um, I hope you guys go out there and pack in some protein today for the rest, rest of your meals. We will look forward to uh, seeing you and having you here next time on The Code. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.